Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host today, Jake Jabrelli, to give you the top 10 daily stats and your crypto news of the day. Make sure you check us out on Discord and YouTube. With that said, enjoy the episode. Cryptonauts, welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabrelli, with Jabrelli Farms, or Jabrelli.com, right? Jake? That's right. That's, That's right. right. Cool. Well, welcome. Good to be here. Welcome. So, Cryptonauts, we are going to give you the top 10 daily stats and your crypto news of the day. So, go ahead and take that, Jake, with our top 10. Reminder, 
so bad at this. I know John's good at it, but I used to be really good at making collecting my candies every single day. And that's how I got to over 10,000 candies. But, uh... Look at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I collected uh, all my candies of the week. Not, not always collecting my candies every single day like I should be, but I do, every single time we do these podcasts, I definitely remember to collect them. Collect your so, candies. Uh, yeah, collect your candies uh, and get your, uh, get your goodies from CoinGecko. Yeah, yeah. Actually following us here. So, um, when we get to the news, we right. some other announcements. News. Right. You, you want to start off first? Um, yeah, go ahead. Let's okay, start. let's go ahead with the uh, Ethereum Rock. How about that? Let's do Ethereum Rock. This is written by Ek and Jank. Ethereum Rock JPEG sells for $600,000 as NFT frenzy continues. Wow. $608,000 for a picture of a rock might sound too wild to be real but today one crude illustration of from nft project ether rocks sold just for that now sellers want even more for the flashy jpegs the cheapest pet rock sells for one million dollars what this is crazy dude just yesterday the cheapest rock was priced at three hundred five thousand dollars and only two weeks ago one sold for hundred thousand dollars why why i don't understand it uh, the buyer of yesterday's cheapest rock could have made $400,000 if they sold at today's market rate. The rocks are NFTs or non-fungible tokens, blockchain-based tokens that demonstrate ownership over digital items such as images or video files or physical assets. There are 100 Ether rocks, each created in 2017, ancient for an NFT project. Uh, the illustration came from a royalty-free clip art database. Look at this. This is even free images. They didn't even pay somebody on Fiverr to do this stuff. It's royalty-free clip art. This is crazy. This is crazy. They're making millions off this stuff. All 100 rocks look the same, but are painted in different colors. Ether Rock 55, a rock sold for 109,000 yesterday, is one of the only four blue rocks. Is uh, its sell led to a spiking a spike in trading? Tron CEO Justin Sun, known for his flashy spending habits, said he bought a rock for half a million dollars this morning. Freaking guy. <laughs> he didn't say which one, which one, but he tweeted. Uh, but his tweet indicates a gray rock. An Ether Rock Twitter bot confirms a sell of such a rock for five hundred eighty thousand two hours before Sun's tweet. Yeah, the rock has laser eyes. Look at that. Nice. All right, there it is, man. NFTs. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. Uh, there was an article about uh, uh, board yacht, uh, board ape yacht club recently. Um, and if you guys read Decrypt, you'll probably see it, but uh, it's, a, it's an op-ed, so we're not including it in the news, but the issue of it is the guy said he didn't really understand the perspective of the high-value you know, high NFT club that he's joined, and until recently, and he's, he was comparing it favorably to the early days of domain selling, domain name selling, and that's actually where this guy had made his, all his money, the op-ed writer, um, but... Uh, it's a, it's kind of a, you wouldn't understand it unless you were in it from the beginning kind of things, but I liken it to the way that Sotheby's uh, does auctions. A lot of it has to do with a way of storing value um, where you don't have to pay, you know, taxes on it. So people are sticking their, sticking their money into these NFTs because it's a lot easier to buy and sell the NFTs than it is to go to Sotheby's and pay them. Um, and you know it's going to be likely be up, go up in value, especially with the craze. We had one craze with NFTs not that long ago. Now we're on the second craze with NFTs. 
I can only imagine where this is going to be in three years. Yeah, it's going to be all those people who made the money, who bought their NFTs now, are going to be that much more wealthy. You know, when the next major craze hits. So. Yeah, I think we'll the, just have to see where it goes. I think the next major craze is going to be like uh, mainstream ar- artist, and I'm talking about like musicians. Imagine that, dude. They're like they're royalty, like they, they're not. There's no, there's no need for a middleman anymore. You can sell directly exactly. to consumer, dude. Exactly. Same thing. That's same thing yeah. with music, uh, movies, right? Uh, uh, obviously, the, we have images, but artists, like this, is all happening now. It's not mainstream yet. It in, in crypto, or let alone just uh, out in public. But uh, it's, it's there on the, on the back end of crypto. People are selling directly to consumer. Like for example, I got my book published. And minted on on the uh, Ravencoin blockchain. So if you want to buy my book, you can definitely do that for one dollar worth of Raven. Um, this is one of the ways yeah. I think that you'll be able to curtail, in a sense. You know, with IPFS, you can put anything up there, and even if you don't own it, like some people have all, all, obviously already done. But the the thing that's going to be interesting about this is like with you know, people who produce movies. They want to get paid back for the hundreds of millions of dollars they poured into mm-hmm. that movie. Well, now you can actually trace where it goes. You can see who bought it, who bought yeah. the copy, who actually owns that yeah. copy or that exact, maybe the original uh, raw format of the movie. You can see who owns it. Maybe it's you know the movie production house, but uh, you can also see all the copies of it. Mm-hmm. You can see where they went, who has them, who holds them, and mm-hmm. you can definitely get paid for it because it's you know direct transaction, no middleman. You know that, that this is the one thing that most a lot of American companies have made money off of being the middleman, but crypto gets rid of the middleman, so it's direct, you know, direct to artist. What's nice about this is that you don't need, when it comes to movies, it's not necessary to make a million copies of the movie. You just need one copy of the movie uploaded, uploaded to blockchain, and what the consumer is purchasing is technically the the hash that allows them access to that. Film. Yeah. So, and and that hash is is basically their NFT that they keep on their decentralized wallet. It's amazing. I would love to have that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's direct. And it's, and then of course with resale, the one big advantage of NFTs, as we've already said, granted NFTs being non-fungible, you can't split them up and you can, they're all unique. Um, if you made a movie and made an NFT out of it, it would be unique. And no one, I mean, you would be the sole owner of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the if you the, had the, the same movie, the and secondary I, market, the secondary market of MFTs also pays the original uh, producer. So, like you, you could buy a movie of, you know, let's say, ET or Goonies or something. I know those are old movies, but mm-hmm. um, uh, you could buy that movie and buy a copy. But as soon as you buy that copy, and then if you try to resell it to something, you know, some place that collects movies and resells movies, if at all that even happens, like DVDs or VHS or something. The original producer of that copy doesn't get paid. But on the secondary market with NFTs, the original producer always gets paid. The third, fourth, fifth time, however many times it gets sold, well, the producer gets I do I do want to elaborate on that because that that is that, that varies by the actual NFT exchange itself that's set up that way. Um, also there's some blockchains that have that built in feature and I think uh, Dynamo actually is gonna have that when they start doing NFTs. They're gonna have that uh, built into the core wallet. Which is a nice feature. I like that because, like you said, you know, if you're the original creator, you want a little kickback. If somebody else is selling it for uh, ten million dollars, right, a hundred million dollars, and let's have a little kickback to the original owner. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one. 
we got here from another one from Ekenjank. I guess Ekenjank is uh, spending the weekend writing news articles for Decrypt. By the way, they are hiring. If you're interested in uh, joining the Decrypt team, they are hiring. This I don't have any affiliation other than reading their news for them, um, but I, I don't get paid from them. So this is hey, check them out. They're awesome. I like I like the way they work. By the way, more than seventy thousand ETH has now been burned by EIP fifteen fifty nine. The EI, the Ethereum network has been on fire since the transaction fee fee burning up. EIP 1559 came into effect on August 5th. The total amount of coins burned removed from the network circulation has now topped 71,000 ETH or $221.5 million. EIP 1559 burns ETH that had been used to pay for transactions on the Ethereum network such as swapping a coin on a decentralized exchange or transferring an NFT. EIP-1559 was one of the five upgrades introduced as part of the Ethereum's London hard fork on August 5th. Before EIP-1559, the Ethereum network didn't burn tokens, although several Ethereum-based tokens such as Shiba Inu burned tokens as part of their monetary policy. Instead, gas fees went to Ethereum miners, a decentralized network of powerful computers that kept the network humming. But now, unless users tip miners, Miners will no longer receive those fees, which are instead burned. The network used to determine the gas price according to the laws of uh, the laws of supply and demand. EIP 1559 replaced that with a flat fee, apart from exceptional periods of congestion. It costs 32 guay, or approximately uh, $2.10, to process a simple transaction in three minutes at the time of writing. Transaction costs are higher for more complicated transactions. It costs about $8.80 to transfer a token on the NFT marketplace. OpenSea, the largest NFT marketplace, is also the biggest gas spender, responsible for 8,750 ETH since EIP-1559 came into force. OpenSea's trading volume has spiked since the CryptoPunks trading frenzy began on July 31st. And it costs $20.20 to process a simple token swap on decentralized finance protocol Uniswap. The protocol accounts for the second most amount of gas burnt, totaling 5,128 ETH, approximately $16.7 million so far. Ethereum's gas-guzzling miners won't be here for long. The network will soon transition to a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism, which doesn't need miners. When that comes into force, Ethereum will re- re- rely on stakers. Uh, Ethereum stakers verify transactions by pledging ETH to the Ethereum 2.0 smart contract. Stakers are rewarded with newly minted ETH for securing the network, just like miners on ETH Ethereum 1.0. Today, the amount of stake uh, staked on Ethereum surpassed 7 million ETH, worth $22.9 billion, according to data from blockchain analytics firm Nansen. Staked ETH is locked until an update that will follow the merge of uh, when Ethereum 1.0 and 2.0 communicate for the first time. Developers expect the merch to ship by early 2022, and that update to unlock stake ETH will happen shortly after. Until then, a little patience is required. Alright, so first of all, it's not going to happen. I don't care what you say, Jake, it's not going to happen. Early 2022, forget about it. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I, I don't think it's, it's uh, Vitaly Perguter was saying it was going to happen in early 2022 anyways. He's already thought that it was going to be pushed back to early 2023. Um, but we'll have to see. Because Ethereum, you know, it's, 
none of this is assured. It's not like you jump into the market and it just stays that way. If you think about it, uh, businesses like, uh, like mine, uh, running crypto, uh, we're all like wanting this thing to exist, but we have to diversify if we want to survive. And that's one of the things that a lot of people look at big, big, big businesses, you know, like Ford or GM or something. Uh, they make cars, but they've diversified a lot because they know that some of the things they make aren't going to survive. Um, and so you end up having to branch out if you want to survive. You know, it's funny to see it, it happen in, uh, in uh, Korea. Companies, big, big, big companies that don't just make one thing. They just make electronics, they make cars, they make appliances, they make tires, they make all kinds of different things. Like, why do you guys do so much? And like, because we don't want, we don't want our business to dry up. Yeah. Um, people want to do something different. So with ETH, I mean, you can't just depend. My farm does mostly ETH, but I'm already looking at other uh, alternatives because I don't want my customers to you know, not be able to mine, uh, make more coin. So. Mm. Yep. It's, it's a strange kind of uh, adaptability. A lot of people expect you to be a certain way, but you're like, well, I can't do this forever because it doesn't support my business structure. Yeah. So let me get. I'm sorry, I, I dropped out there. Somehow my mic. No, I I didn't. I didn't but, notice uh, you dropped out. You're fine. Okay. All right, let's uh, move on to. Go, I got. Yeah, let me do one more. One more. One more. Which is Dynamo. Sure. Dynamo right. Coin. So, here is Dynamo. DynamoCoin.org. Um, I have been part of Dynamo since the beginning as a, as a. What what's the proper word? I'm not a developer. I'm not a coder. I'm not part of the the team. Uh, I'm part of the community right I, I like the community it's great they're very friendly they're very welcoming and they're very open-minded to ideas which is w one of the biggest things that um, other blockchains projects don't have like if you're not part of their team then whatever idea you have they're not open to it right dynamo coins different they're willing to hear the community out and if you got a good idea that can be developed on dynamo coin they're willing to try it out so here we have DynamoCoin, which they just pushed out their web wallet, which you can go. By the way, this this website's just freshly updated, brand new website. Looks beautiful. Love it. Look at this. Look at this. Great. Uh, they are on Twitter. They are on YouTube. Uh, here's their their uh, transparency, fair, fair issuance, decentralized management, economic policy, transparency, security. Their mission statement. Uh, yeah. They do have their meetings. What what is it? Uh, what is it? Wednesday and Friday or Monday and Friday, something like that. Um, yeah, check them out on YouTube. So, you want to set up your web wallet for Dynamo Coin? They do have a web wallet. It's finally available. You can literally go here. It's this easy. Bling! It opens up. Create new wallet. Right? Bing. Enter your password. You know, a four-digit password or whatever it is. Um, and then you you get your your private keys. You're good to go. You're set up. Awesome, so easy, not difficult. Okay, so now that now that they have this, they're going to be pushing out uh, the NFT NFT marketplace pretty soon here. I think uh, uh, was it within the next month, Jake? Yep. Yeah, uh, they already have the the Cutie Wallet already shows NFT functionality, but uh, I don't believe it's actually started yet. Right. So that, we're prepared. We're ready to go. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much there. It's it's almost there. And on top of that, they're building a uh, an RPG MMO or an MMO RPG game, which looks really great. And I can't believe this is actually being built uh, in the blockchain. Actually, I, I, I kind of want to ask a little more how that's how that how that all works because you're supposed to be able to like I guess mine within the game and earn Dynamo Coin. That's pretty cool. Imagine that. 
Like, you're not mining with your Jeep. You're just playing the game, and your actions within the game, you can actually earn the dynamo. That's pretty cool, man. Because dynamo, dynamo is proof of work and proof of stake, and that's deliberately to fight the uh, 51% attack. Yeah, I, think, I can't I wait. I think uh, Sean called it the 86% attack, which at that point makes it not just not just difficult, but stupid to even bother doing it and try to do a double spend. So. <laughs> okay, that was my third news. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, check it out. They're easy to get into. Dynamocoin.org. Set up your web wallet for free. Very easy. Okay, now, uh, Jake, are you able to screen share so I can capture your news? Uh, sure, yep, yeah, I can screen share. Got it, Coindesk. Alright, that's just one of them. I want you to bring this one over because this is the one I want to go first. Nice, decrypt. So, Deloitte, to, uh, Deloitte's survey crypto will rival or replace fiat within 10 years. I am firm believer of this. In fact, I think it might be sooner than that, but let's just get to it. Deloitte's annual global blockchain survey has found that 76%... see what is written down here. Inconjunction um, again. Uh, 76% of finance professionals think the digital assets will serve as a strong alternative to or outright replacement for fiat currencies within the next 5 to 10 years. I think this is a pretty good bet. And the reason I say that is because... Um, the uh, Winklevoss twins poured most of their billion that they stole, well, or sued uh, Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> for uh, several years ago. They basically made their Gemini website. I mean, they're twins, right? So it kind of makes sense that their website would be called Gemini. Um, and they, uh, you know, they're heavily invested in this, and they talk about it all the time. I don't think they're wrong. I'm not particularly fond of their, their methods, but they're, they've got the right idea, and they're fully invested in me. You had a billion dollars in the first place to spend on anything. I, I don't think crypto would be a bad place to put it. That's just my opinion. I, I'd, I'd say most of my assets in crypto, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, Deloitte is one of the big four accounting firms, along with uh, KPMG, EY, and PwC. It's uh, conducted a blockchain survey for the last four years. The 2021 survey is the first to explicitly cover the commercial activities enabled by blockchain. First surveyed more firm surveyed more than a thousand finance professionals based in Brazil, China, Hong Kong, Japan, Singapore, South Africa, the United Arab Emirates, and the, uh, pardon me, the United Kingdom and the U.S. It was conducted between March 24th and April 10th, the heyday of the cryptocurrency market this year. 81% of respondents agreed that the technology is broadly scalable and has achieved mainstream adoption. 73% thought their business should adopt blockchain and digital assets and would lose a competitive advantage if they did not adopt the technology. But it, was, but it wasn't all roses, right? 65% of finance professionals considered existing financial infrastructure among the biggest obstacles to the acceptance of digital assets. I mean, the, 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 old, the old guard doesn't want to give up their money. Right. Not that surprising. 63% thought cybersecurity is another barrier, and 60% saw regulatory obstacles, and I definitely agree with that. The, concern are, the concerns are, up, are unsurprising, given that legal frameworks and technical infrastructures have yet to keep up with crypto, an ancient technology created just over a decade ago. So there's plenty of cybersecurity breaches to scare away high-stake industries. Yep. One just happened just recently with another rug pull. But despite the challenges, 
crypto has a strong appeal among finance, prof finance professionals. When it came to the question of how crypto would be deployed, 43% of, of those surveyed said that their business may adopt, eventually adopt cryptocurrencies as a payment option, and 45% would tokenize their assets, whereas 44% said crypto would allow their institution access to decentralized finance. Might the professionals have responded differently if the survey had been taking place during the spring crash? So the spring rise and, and, and bull market? So, yes, I, I, of course everybody's up on the, uh, as things are going along, oh, this is growing, this is great, this is going to be the next big thing. And they just said the same thing back in 2017 when everything was blowing up. Um, but uh, the long game, as Buffett would probably put it, is really the best way to go with it. And if you're going to be in it, you're going to be in it for life, most likely. Mm-hmm. I'm in it for life. Yeah, that's right. Got a, life. Got a decade under my belt, man. Exactly. So let's get over here to a different news site, which I have read many a time. In fact, before I even found Decrypt, I was on it. But I wanted to confirm that Coindesk and Decrypt have both made an article regarding Cardano's price hike recently. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get into that here. So Cardano price gets all-time high, overtakes Binance Coin, as we said earlier in the, in the CoinGecko reading, as third most valuable crypto. Cardano, the native cryptocurrency powering Charles Hodgkin's, uh, Hodgkinson's public blockchain, has hit a fresh all-time high and has surpassed Binance's native token in the total market capitalization. Can you zoom in as a bit? Press time, can, you, can you zoom in a bit uh, on the text? Try. Uh, right there, yeah, that's good. As of press time, ADA's market capitalization stands at $80.7 compared to Binance Coin's $72.1 data from uh, provided Masari shows. ADA's price is a staggering 20% almost on the day and is continuing to drive from Thursday's run where it came closely to setting fresh price highs. The crypto has been on a tear recent weeks, up 150% since July 21st, low of $1. Jeez. So it's, it's, what, two fifty six now? And it was a buck then. So ADA is currently changing hands around about $2.50 at the time of this writing, uh, reaching a record high of two fifty five, dollars 256 as Asian trading hours. Strong levels of daily buyer volume and the most since end of May are matching price action, as you can see in this uh, chart down here, on the way signaling demand and strength in the conviction of ADA's, ADA's trend. It would appear that Alon the Alonzo upgrade is having a significant impact on investors' sentiment. The upgrade seeks to usher in smart contract functionality and address what critics have been describing as one of the network's most glaring deficiencies. So, uh, Cardano, the upgrade is slated for October 1st. Cardano has been uh, through multiple developmental stages of uh, phases, including the foundational phase, Byron, and the D centralized phase, Shelly, these are the names, like uh, the city names used in Ethereum, which saw the introduction of delegated staking. According to the Cardano roadmap, smart contracts will go live when the project enters its third era, otherwise known as Go Goquin. Gojuin? <laughs> I'm butchering this name. I'm so sorry to anyone who has that name. Cardano was founded by Ethereum co-founder Charles Hodgkinson. Uh, in 2017 and aims to directly compete with Ethereum, and it definitely is. I mean, it's right behind it, right, on the mm -hmm. chart? <laughs> and other than 
and other decentralized application platforms as a more scalable, secure, and efficient alternative. I want to, I mean, this is kind of the end of the article, but I kind of want to try this into what I see Dynamo doing. Obviously, Dynamo is very new. It only came out beginning of, or end of May. But based on what it's been adding to its functionality, I can, all right, I'm biased. I'll admit I have a lot of Dynamo but I'm still very confident in its functionality because so much functionality is being added to it that I can see its utility surpassing Cardano and Ethereum. It probably won't happen for a couple of years, but I mean, and obviously Blockchain John and I are very well invested in the idea. We're not just doing this because, I mean, it's almost like the same way Sean said it. Sean, who's the creator of, of uh, Dynamo, he's not in it for the money. He's in it for the functionality. He's mm -hmm. in it to make the world better. And it is already showing its true colors. So where Ethereum, I'm not saying Ethereum was generated solely to make people money. It obviously has made a lot of people money, particularly through NFTs. Uh, but each new iteration that comes down the line, you know, like, like uh, what, what, um, uh, what's it called? Not SushiSwap. What's the original? I can't remember what it's called. Uniswap? Uniswap, yeah, but Uniswap, you know, set out to do in, in doing DeFi, um, that's just another iteration. It's the same thing. So, you know, Bitcoin was the first, Ethereum wasn't technically the second, but kind of iterating on Bitcoin and now Cardano iterating on that, and you get further down the line, someone's going to eventually beat down to a coin much, much further down the line. Maybe it's already been invented, we don't know. But uh, the more added functionality you can get into it, into a blockchain token, the better it can become for everyone who uses it. So that's the whole idea. It's great to see Cardano doing so well. We'll get back here to this other article. With, uh, you have anything to say? I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you there. No, no, that's fine. Uh, I was just just contemplating the fact that how blockchain has really pushed us uh, technically into a whole different like generation, like the the. Old school, like you said, old money is still holding on to old money. It's unbelievable that they don't use blockchain to transmit their fiat internationally. They, they're, they're, to, to transfer billions, it's costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Literally, there was an article here not so long ago that there was this fellow transferring like, uh, uh, what was it, $500 million, and it cost them like, what was it, 50 bucks. That's amazing, and not not only that, he didn't have to go through all the, the the loopholes and the regulations, all that stuff. He just sent it, not not a problem. Um, exactly. And he got there instantly. Obviously, let let the transaction process through, good to go. Instead of waiting three, five, seven, fifteen days, whatever it is now, it's crazy. Exactly. Not exactly. only not only that, it's not being held by the banks. Like, hey, we gotta we gotta investigate why you send all this money. You know what? If it's your money, it's your money. As long as you're not trying to use it to harm anybody, right? Yeah. Do what you want to do with yeah. it, man. If you want to, if you want to move overseas and buy yourself a beautiful house, so be it. Have the freedom to do that. Governments want control. No. Yeah, but and then there's the, the and that's that's why the Chinese citizens are really really into crypto because unlike us, we do have that freedom to do what we want with our own money. They don't. Social credit is 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 horrible, and you know what I'm talking about, right? Social credit. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, no, I know. Because like, they can ding you in no time at all, and you can't travel, and you can't do anything. You can't punish. Exactly. And then if you want to, if you want to spend, say for example, you have two hundred dollars in your bank account. Well, guess what? That's frozen. You're only allowed to yep. take out twenty dollars for that day. 
It's like, dude, yep. I want I want to take my family out. You know, I I want kids. You know, I want to take out my uncles, my aunts, my friends. We want to go out to a dinner. Nope, you're only getting twenty dollars because forced, they're forcing morality on, on their or their version of morality on right. People. So when it comes really to the uh, when it comes to the digital yuan, that's what kind of scares me about that in uh, CBDCs is that they, once that comes out into market, I don't really feel comfortable using that. I am I, I I know blockchain decentralized blockchain decentralized crypto Bitcoin you know Ethereum I understand this stuff CBDCs kind of scares me a bit when it's controlled by governments I don't know about that yeah sorry about that I just went on to I just went on my rant no, it's, no problem. It's, it's a very good point it's a very good point so continuing on to the last article here we have the liquid exchange attack can a crypto wallet ever be one hundred percent safe from hacks. Japanese cryptocurrency exchange Liquid Global saw close to $100 million of funds stolen in hack on Thursday. Obviously, it's not as big as that other hack, the $600 million, but it's still quite a big hash. Mm-hmm. The firm said the attack targeted its multi-party competition MPC system custody. Quote, this time, the MPC wallet used for warehousing, delivery, management, and cryptographic assets used by our Singapore subsidiary, uh, not sure how to pronounce that word, Coiny... Uh, <laughs> was damaging uh, was damaging was damaged by hacking in quote the company said in a blog post on the incident translated by Japanese translated uh, from Japanese by Google hacks are not uncommon in the crypto world but the liquid attack was notable because NPC an advanced cryptographic technique in which private key controlling funds is generated by collective Collectively, by a set of parties, none of whom can see the fragments calculated by the others, appears to be the technology of choice among banks and blue chip companies looking to get into crypto. Deals for NPC companies show the demand for the technology. Those deals include PayPal's acquisition of Curve in March and Gemini's acquisition of Shardex in June. The BNY Mellon, the uh, world's leading custody bank, cemented a partnership with NPC provider Fireblocks earlier this year. Banks eyeing the cryptocurrency sector probably see MPC as desirable, uh, as desirable because the technology can be configured to meet the requirements and offer a more flexible, self-managed product than simply handing over the keys to a third-party custodian. MPC uh, culpa, sorry, that's like mea culpa. Uh, however, the manner in which MPC wallets can be configured is where weakness, namely human error, can creep in. Fireblock CEO Michael Sholov said, I butchered his name, I apologize. Liquid Exchange used MPC technology provided by Israel based Unbound Security, according to two sources familiar with the arrangement. Unbound is a highly respected cryptographic company that is backed by Goldman Sachs and used by JP Morgan Chase in its Onyx blockchain based services. The spokesman for Unbound said, via email that the company was, quote, unable to comment on items that fall outside of overhead, end quote. According to Shalov, Thursday's attack on Liquid was probably related to a hack into the exchange's system last November when an attacker gathered data on the firm's security setup. Quote, although the hack was on their hot wallets that, that are based on MPC, the assumption is that this has nothing to do with MPC's vulnerabilities, Shalov said, told to Coindesk. Uh, in Shulov's opinion, the exchange security policy was likely designed in such a way that the original hacker was able to bypass the entire approval 
process and construct the wallets to withdraw coins without affecting the private key. In my business, nothing is zero percent, Shalof said, but the chances that a hacker was able to figure something out without unbound NPC's protocol are very, very slim. Dalberry's chief uh, security officer of the NPC Pirate Zengo wallet shared that view. Most likely, it is not the NPC, but some other problem, he told CoinVest via Telegram. NPC uh, enables users to effectively reduce the risk of stealing, of key stealing by a factor of different parties. So it can be 2x, 3x, etc. harder, but not impossible. The attack on Liquid proves the thesis that NPC alone is not enough according to Lior Lamesh, uh, CEO of co-founder GK8, an Israel custody tech firm that uses MPC in, in combination with gold wallets, uh, vaults, pardon me, which are not connected to the internet. Lamesh said, hacking is about return on investment, and he estimates that the average hacker would need to invest a few million dollars to compromise a few internet-connected computers. MPC means the fragments of the key, instead of being located on in one internet-connected two or three different internet-connected computers, like I said. So, without um, going too much further into this, I mean, this article is not much longer, but really the, kind of the, the point here is, even though there was a theft, it was either a really complicated theft... Yeah, that's what it sounds like. ...which isn't, isn't that uncommon when it comes right down to it. It's not, you know, all crimes are crimes of opportunity. Um, but the, uh, the main thing is, they don't think it was really NPC that was at fault. They think it was really, you know, human error. It was a fault. Uh, it, it, one of the things I was just talking about this yesterday was uh, tech friends. Friends who are much more in, are into tech, not the same ally when it comes to security in particular, is that um, the hacking, you call it industry, the group of people who do hacking um, for the sake of money have realized, and it, it's probably been 30 years in the making that they realize this is not a new realization, but uh, a lot of other people have come to that conclusion, that getting in the back door is not easy. Getting in the front door is really easy, because all you got to do is fool people who know nothing about computers into thinking that you're a computer. So the easier way is to trick people, and that's always been true. That's how you steal money in the first place. I mean, of course, you can try to rob a bank, especially if the bank isn't being protected by very much. But uh, it's much, much easier to trick people into giving your money, their money to you than it is to you know, break into their vaults. So that is exactly what people are doing. You know, it, it really comes down to being smart with your money, and that's always been true. If all this money are soon parted. Yeah, this, you, know what this, you know what this reminds me of? So uh, this weekend, there was this big um, scam going on in Ravencoin. And it wasn't Ravencoin or the community doing this it was just a scammer that jumped into the ravencoin community in discord and saying hey download this new uh, up, uh this new ravencoin qt it's what you need it's the newest version of it and of course everybody in the community said it's a scam do not download it i'm sure some people did and lost their coins but it's one of those things that it's it's human error and, and you want to when you see something like that and it looks legit you want to download it you want to you want to plug in your private keys and guess what it's you know, you're tricked. You just literally deposited your money into someone else's account. You're done. Exactly. That's that's exactly. that's a shame. So uh, Tron came out on the record and put said, "Hey man, don't don't download this. It's not legit." 
uh, that person was been banned, but they just keep coming back as another person. It's it's it sucks, man. And, and that's one of those things that's eventually going to come to uh, to Dynamo Coin. So I hope uh, Sean and the team are ready for that. Exactly. Once it becomes more popular, it's, it's, it's what happens to everyone. It's like I guess the analogy I keep thinking back on early days of, of my use of Linux. Um, I figured Linux was I do impossible to crack, and, and for the most part, back end it is. If you keep your, your security up properly, no one will get in. There's not really any loophole to it. Um, but you can always people can always get in the front door by tricking you. So um, that security is almost impossible to guarantee that it is safe, unless all the people involved are highly aware and security conscious. So it sounds it sounds silly. It's like, well, what? You know. Of course we can be secure. Well, if you leave your front door open, or unlocked, or somebody you know comes up to your door as a service person, but they're not, they're a thief, you just let them in. Mm-hmm. You know, got, it, it, it sucks to have to be skeptical of people all the time in yeah. order to keep yourself safe. But you do. Not paranoid, per se, but, but a healthy dose of skepticism is always a good way to keep oneself safe. So... All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Is there any last things you want to say, Jake? Well, I think we hit all the points today. It's been, it's been good. I, I, I think the most important thing is to, to keep one's eye out for good new coins. Like you said, we're, of course, we're promoting Dynamo because we have a bit of asset. We definitely have an investment in it. Um, but we also recognize that it's, as, as producers of this podcast, we're more interested in the culture and the utility of crypto than we are in just being crypto bros and making money off of it. I'm not here to shill things in the reality here. The reality here is not about shilling. The reality here is about the tool, the functional tool of crypto. Crypto is an amazing concept. It's, I think Mike put it best when he said, uh, there's not enough time in your life to understand it in its entirety. Um, but that doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. So. Oh, sad. That's the two Satoshis of the day, right? Nice. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you give us a like, a subscribe, and some comments. We appreciate the comments uh, on YouTube, uh, Twitter, what is it, Discord. Where, where else are we at? Um, come on, think, 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 think. I don't know. Check us out on Discord or go to www.c3media.tech, letter C, number three, media.tech. We're currently in the process of rebuilding the website, um, so yeah, show some show, show some support. Can't even talk now. Show some s- support. <laughs> Give us some thumbs up, and we'll catch you all on the next one. Stack sets and huddle. Adios.